Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, you're listening to FUQU, Crab Apples only, soft and hard rock station. Sometimes you like it soft, sometimes it's just hard. Rick Rocket Stevens here with you. You know what time it is. It's time for our good friend James, Jimmy Jim Jim, to come back in the studio and rock you through the drive time hour. He'll make sure you get through that horrible crab apple traffic we're known for. Jim, take it away. Uh, a few minutes ago, um, I was letting in a, on a little bit of information that I'm assuming was supposed to be secret, but um, I was told that I'm going to be let go on Friday after my show, and I have since then, I, I confirmed it, and you know what, I've decided to just say screw it and give the big middle finger to upper management instead of giving him the opportunity. So first, I want to say thank you to you, thank you upper management for the not so great times, but in the end, I would not trade any of it for the world, and um, I'm grateful we spent the time together. There is nothing worse than managers that think that radio people are like commodities to be used up and thrown away with... They're no longer valuable to the shareholders, which, by the way, I've been working at. Uh, I've been working without a contract. That wasn't a priority. Now I find out there's another deal in the works with somebody else, and they're only minutes away from handing me my walking papers. Well, here's your 15-second notice. Kiss my ass, and especially you, Bill Hendrick, and David Israel. You two empty suits will be lucky if this is the only time this happens to you, and it's going to be a bright day when your desks are emptied and radio is free of you. Now, this shows you how much they're paying attention, by the way, because they should have been in here by now, and if they were really listening, to the radio stations and knew what was going on. So thanks for nothing. Rotten Health Radio, I am gone. Well, shit, I guess this means I'm pulling a double. We'll be back after this commercial break. While it's probably wise to keep your children away from the commercial break podcast altogether, this particular episode is certainly graphic. Listener discretion is advised. On this episode of the commercial break... From what I read with in the article, it was another whale that had died, and uh, he then was able to, so many, to so put many on dicks. the skin of the dick as, as a, a robe. robe. So you know what they call that? <laughs> and, and this is an actual thing. They call it pizzle leather. <laughs> Good old Schnitt, pizzle leather. Schnitzel, my pizzle, <laughs> what, what's that? What's that coat we got on made of? Well, there? it's, it's 
Oh, oh God, <laughs> yeah. the finest. It's the finest in pizzle leather. <laughs> I thought you did do some tantric. Stuff. I did. I did. But I wouldn't. I, I'm not going to call myself any kind of like tantra yogi guru. or something. Yeah, I'm not a guru. <laughs> a guru. I'm not a puru, a guru of the penis. I'm not giving a holy sacrament to somebody, right? I didn't take it that far. I didn't want to send my son out there into the wild and then, you know, have some disturbing interactions, especially as a teenager. Well, that's true, yeah. Yeah. In the locker rooms and sleepovers, whatever, you know. I was thinking more of sex, but yeah, I guess the boys too. (laughs) I was thinking more of sex. Like, I was thinking more of that, you know. That first awkward interaction that you have. Yeah. You know, and you're fumbling around as teenagers. True. Yeah. And for me, that was, you know, mm-hmm. 11. But. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. How are you? This I'm is, uh, good. It's Kristen Hoadley. I'm Brian Green. <laughs> Best to you, Chris. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of The, the Commercial Break. The one and only. The best. <laughs> best Fly- one ever. Yeah. Flying in the podcast heavens <laughs> with, with the greats. <laughs> when they say names like Conan O'Brien, Rachel Maddow. Who's the other one? Joe Budden. They also mm. say the uh, the what? The who? <laughs> There's the glitch. The commercial what? <laughs> who are those two fucking morons? It's me. It's her. Thanks for joining us. Chrissy, uh, there's an announcement today out of uh, North Korea, and I think I should I think oh. I should play it because it's a very important announcement. <laughs> okay. And I'm concerned that um, I'm concerned about what's going on over there. I'm consider I'm concerned for our dear leader, Kim Jong Un. Okay. Kim Jong Un. <laughs> Very concerned for him after this announcement that I heard earlier today. I want to play it for you. Okay. I want everyone to listen very carefully. If you haven't already heard this on your state-run radio or television station, this is what you soon will be hearing about our dear leader, the Holy One. Kim Jong-un! I just can't even listen anymore. The words, they cut too deep. They hurt too bad, Chrissy. You don't even have to understand the language to just feel the emotion. Kim Jong-un has a limp. He's got a limp. A limp. A limp. And this <laughs> Maybe it's because he doesn't poop. Music. He doesn't poop. No, he, they, that's what they've told everyone he at has least. Scored, he has scored a 36 <laughs> while golfing. He scored a 36 while time golfing. He's only bowls a perfect score. Mm-hmm. He's made the best movies. He rides the best horses. He he can make a rocket at the snap of a finger. <laughs> he is Kim Jong Un, yeah. uh, supreme leader of North Korea. This is how they make announcements. I mean, you don't even have to speak that fucking language to understand how much bullshit this is. <laughs> can you imagine if if someone ran something like that about Joe Biden? <laughs> Joe Biden has a limp. Ah! And what they're what they're saying is he has a limp. He has he's a walking limp. with a limp. Okay. He's in poor health because he's walking with a limp. Yeah. Our dear leader. And what you see in the video, which. I don't want to play because I don't want to be a target of North Korean 
true. Inter- internet activists, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, but what you see in the tweet that they put out of the tweet, you know, the video that they put out is essentially is Kim Jong-un walking around like a military factory and he tries to, he's, he's walking with a little bit of a limp. It's actually not that bad, uh-huh. right? It's like he's got a, you know, I don't know, a blister on his little toe or something. <laughs> and he tries to pick up a box of something, ammunition or something, and he can't even get it off the floor. And then he puts it back down and he starts yelling at the guy. He's like, yeah, you made this too heavy. It's like the amount I wonder, and I have to imagine, I've always thought, I've always wondered this. Because when you live in a world where there is no other form of communication, right. when there's no other thing that you know, yep. and you're just being spoon fed all of this bullshit, mm-hmm. I know you certainly have to pretend like you know w- that th- he's the supreme leader and there's nothing else. Yeah. But if you've never heard anything to the contrary, yep. would you believe this? Probably. Probably. Yeah, that's imagine. the only thing that you've got to go on. There's no, there's nothing else. Yeah. There, there's no other information that you have. So these people, most of them, I got to imagine, blindly believe that he is the Lord and Savior. There yes. is no religion. It's Kim Jong-un. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's it. He's the guy. He's the guy. That's he's it. He's the one. I once watched a video of a couple of reporters who managed to get access to like a fair over there, like a celebration affair. I mean, people do go over there, right? Yes. They're, not very often. Not very often but... because you can end up like that, or, or, you know, uh, Warheimer guy. What was that guy's name? Um, oh, the right. Guy, with the co- he had a weird coma? first name. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he was, in a co- he was in a coma. He came back dead, yes. basically. Mm-hmm. Came back brain dead and they, you know, they had no reason. But anyway, they were over there in uh, wherever they were, and they there was like a fair, like like the you know a Ferris wheel and stuff like that. Yeah, and it was sparsely attended, and there were just a few people there. And the reporters managed managed to gain access to people to to talk to, but they only okay. could ask a few certain questions. But what was it the like re- a staged fair? I mean, <laughs> there weren't many. people. Who knows? There. Okay, right? Who really knows what yeah. what's real or what's fake over there? Yeah. And if the press, if the Western press is over there, you know that everything is highly. Uh, Guarded. Yeah, choreographed, because Mm -hmm. that's the way that it is. So they were talking to these people that seemed like people they just randomly picked out of the crowd. But what the reporters or what the documentary makers realized afterwards is there was actually a guy that kept walking behind Uh, everybody. Like in the shot, this guy mm -hmm. was just walking back and forth, walking back and forth. And the people they were interviewing would like look over and look at him, right? (laughs) And so it was like, fuck it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Supreme Leader. <laughs> swear to God. I believe all the bullshit. Yeah. I once also read a story about um people that would run um cell phones over there. Yeah. They would run uh cell phones with preloaded stuff like The Office or a movie mm. or something like that. Because you can't there's no internet over there. So right. you aren't getting on the free internet at least, you know, the free worldwide internet. But they were like preloading movies with the office <laughs> or something and some dude got people were killed because oh they were God. watching the office. And it's like Whoa. holy shit. <laughs> Michael I mean, Scott I like I like Pam and Jim as next as much as the next guy, but that's yeah. just kind of a bunch of uh. horse shit. I wanted to get right into something that uh, actually you had pointed out the other day, there are scientists, actual scientists, who are now trying to study the supposed size. They're trying to get to the bottom of how <laughs> big was Moby's dick, Moby mm-hmm. Dick's dick, mm-hmm. the whale in Moby Dick. How big was his shaft? Yeah. And because there's apparently a whole chapter it was where they- taller than a Kentuckian. Is what as tall as a Kentuckian <laughs> and as wide as a whatever, yeah. a freight train or something like that. It's really a weird chapter that's like all about sex and the dick. Yes. And it's almost like a, it's almost like the, who's the writer of Moby Dick? 
all. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this shows us how much we know, right? Uh, I never read it. I, I never read I never it had to in school, and then it just hasn't come back up in my top top uh, ones that I've got to read. I think it I think it was one of those things on a reading list, yeah. like a summer reading list. Yeah. Go, you, here's one of the choices. And mm-hmm. I always pick the ones about like war or nonfiction. I never wanted to read any of that shit. So I don't yeah. think I ever read Moby, maybe a chapter or something like that. But anyway, so he... The, Herm, Herman Melville. Herman Melville. Just came to me. I think that's who wrote it. Oh, that's that. Sure. <laughs> Herman Melville, the writer of Moby Dick, says Hoadley. <laughs> that just popped in my head. Uh, he wrote a whole chapter, like chapter 11 is just apparently mm-hmm. he went crazy for a minute and just started writing this well, I don't, chapter. I don't even know if it's Moby's dick. I think from what I read with in the article, it was another whale that had died. And uh, that he then was able to, so many, to so put many on dicks the skin of the dick as, as a, a robe. robe. <laughs> so you know what they call that? And, and this is an actual thing. They call it pizzle leather. <laughs> Good old Schnitt, pizzle letter. Schnitzel, my pizzle, pizzle. <laughs> What's that? What's that coat you got on yeah. made of well, there? It's, 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 oh, oh, God it's the finest. It's the finest in pizzle leather. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like my pizzle leather. Well, it smells a little funky. <laughs> that's what. That's the sign of good pizzle leather. <laughs> pizzle leather. I'm going to start calling my penis a pizzle. I'm like, acid. hey, you want some of this pizzle? <laughs> Can I schnizzle this pizzle up on your fizzle? Astrid will be like, what? Yeah, I mean, listen, it gives a whole new definition to the, to the meaning. It does. you got to spice things up. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's, a, here's a question. It gives a whole new meaning to the, to the, to the thought of circumcision, yeah. right? When you're thinking about cutting off a pizzle and putting it on as a robe. The, the age-old question, well, the age-old question has always been, does size matter mm-hmm. now they're these scientists who take this entirely too seriously i don't know why you would be studying this trying to get to the bottom of how big moby's dick was or whoever's dick was involved whatever whale dick this yeah. guy was talking about but does si- they're saying they they estimated that it was between seven and eight feet long yeah. and yeah. in like the girth of a car right. small <laughs> small tesla does size matter is the question that has always been asked it's like a it's almost a trope at this point, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone says, no, size doesn't matter. It's how you use it. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Mm. Or does size matter? I mean, I think it matters up to a certain point. What is that point? <laughs> how many inches is that? <laughs> how many inches is that point? That's what I'm trying to get to the bottom of. I'm trying to see if, I, if, I'm, if I'm up to that point <laughs> where it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> I, you know, I think you would know. Well, maybe. You know, maybe. Astrid just, would have known. Well, that's true. Yes. I don't take Astrid for the kind of person who would have settled for less. No, Let's put it that way. Right. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> but she certainly didn't get the super size. <laughs> I'm not that big gulp you get over at the. I'm like a. I'm like a. Like a Starbucks, you know, grande. The grande. I, I'm a grande. Mm, yeah, it's probably more. It's probably a little bit more than you need, but you can, you know, you probably take it if you need it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like. You don't want the smaller, whatever they call it. What do they call that one? The grande, vinti, and uh, yeah, regular, or whatever yeah, they call it. Yeah. Large or something. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. Some fancy Italian name. It's all bullshit. I never remember. I just always say large. Right? Yeah. And so the small one is just, you know, a gulp. But then the grande is like, oh, you know, it's probably a little bit more than I need, but just right. Uh-huh. And then the vinti is always, you know, you're flying off the rafters. I love the vinti. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> 
<laughs> Gracie's getting all excited about Pizzle. Yeah. Uh, in, yeah, so I was so then I, that made me do some research, right? Because all my life I've heard this trope, but I've never really understood. I've never done any research on this. Yes, I've never measured my own penis. Okay. I have no idea how long or how short it is. I'm sure it feels just fine to me. <laughs> yes, I've never good. had any problems with it. <laughs> Fits nicely in my hand. Everything's going well. Oh, good, right? Good. I've never had any. I've never had any complaints. But I'm not sure I would have dated anyone that been, would have been rude enough to complain. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Or actually, that's not true. Yeah, I think I did one time yeah. date somebody that was rude enough to complain. She, she and she did. Okay, so there you go. Okay. Um, but so I did. I did some research. The average penis length. In the United States, according to the most recent poll that I could find or the most recent research that I could find, Uh is 3.9 inches. Oh. 3.9 inches flaccid. Soft. Soft. Yes. 3.9 inches. And there's a certain way you got to measure this. It's very important that you measure it correctly because if you don't, you're going to be walking tall or you're going to be, you know, depressed (laughs) for the rest of your life. So 3.9 inches soft. Most women... According to this poll, according to this research that I did, mm-hmm. in a study that was done, say that uh, – so the 3.9 inches equals somewhere around like – I forget what it was, like 5.78 okay. hard or something okay. like that, right? You grow – Some people are growers and some, some people, people are showers. That's right. <laughs> Most women said in this very scientific study about sex that five – and a half inches mm-hmm. was adequate. Mm-hmm. That yeah. six and a half inches was pleasurable, mm-hmm. and that anything over seven and a half inches yeah. was a, maybe a bit much it's for much. most yeah. women. Right mm-hmm. now, that's not every woman. That was like fifty nine percent of the people said seven inches is too much. Okay, yeah. And then anything over eight inches, forget about it. It's like you know, there's a very small yes. percentage of the population. Most men, when asked. How big their penis was before measurement uh-huh. would was say six, six inches. I, I That's would right. That. Would say I would six guess inches. That. Yeah. While most men were actually only three point nine mm-hmm. inches. Right. When asked how big they were hard, <laughs> they said close to ten inches. Ten. <laughs> and they were only five point eight. <laughs> so there's a big difference between perception yes. and reality. Uh, yes, there is. And this brings me to (laughs) one of our talking points today that I wanted to get with you. How long is ideal sex for you? (laughs) How long? We've really turned this into a show that my family members cannot listen to. What are you talking about? You you play this episode at Thanksgiving. (laughs) Trust me, your family members don't listen anyway. I know, I know. I have no fear. What was the original question? <laughs> the original question was, how long is pleasure? You don't even have to answer in the first person. Just answer, how long do you think most people would say pleasurable sex lasts? Yeah, I'm going to go with like, you know, an hour, maybe sometimes less, Holy sometimes shit. more. <laughs> an hour? What the fuck are you talking about? Well, like, from beginning I'm so to end. sorry, Astrid. <laughs> <laughs> from the moment of first kiss. Are we talking about like from the, when the movie starts playing till after dinner? Like what are we talking about here? An hour? What are you, tantric? That's You're sting? What are you doing an hour? There's no way. You, that's too much. That's too much. It depends on the, the night, the mood, your mental state. You I know? agree with you. All there's, of that. Yeah, there's, Sometimes it could be less. Yeah, you also Sometimes don't Sometimes it kids, could be more. So. Right, <laughs> you don't correct. Have 
kids to rush <laughs> and have true. sex around. That's, <laughs> That's true. Quick, they're sleeping. No, yes. they're up. <laughs> <laughs> I have kid uh, kid blue balls <laughs> half the time. <laughs> they're up. Yep, no, they're up. Yeah, Mia. Hi, Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. It's like ah, oh, fuck again. <laughs> All right, Daddy's just what were wash- you? What Daddy's were- just washing Mommy's back. <laughs> <laughs> the shower. Uh, what would you say or what have what was in the study well now i have studied or i not studied i'm not like a i'm not sting right but i have practiced i thought you did do some tantric i did i did but i wouldn't i'm not going to call myself any kind of like tantra yogi or something yeah i'm not a guru guru. i'm not a puru a guru of the penis I'm not giving a holy sacrament to somebody, right? I didn't take it that far, but I did study Tantra sex. I went to some seminars. I read some books and stuff like that. Just because I, at some point in my life, I was like, it's interesting. It's interesting. And I wanted to, uh, I guess, be a better lover. (laughs) That's good. For everyone involved. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. I felt like even for me, I needed, you know. Always improving. Sure. I was just at that, you know, I was, I'm a giver. Not mm-hmm. a taker. And mm-hmm. I wanted to give, give, mm-hmm. give, 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 give. Yes, that's nice. <laughs> for an hour, for an hour. <laughs> so in this, you know, you learn certain techniques to, to keep it going and to, mm-hmm. you know, make sure everyone's having pleasure. And, to, you know, in the, one of the more interesting techniques that you would learn in Tantra is that there is, you can have a dry orgasm. Right. I've as a man. Yeah. yeah. And that is when you, when you do that, that can be highly disturbing to some women, right? Uh-huh. Especially if they don't know it's coming or not coming, so to speak. <laughs> I guess is the right way to put it. Uh, <laughs> hey, Dad. Love you. <laughs> I know. Hey, Mr. Hoadley. Uh, so if you, if you practice this yes. and you haven't given someone a warning about it, then they feel like they've not done their job or something's wrong with them. Sure. Right? No, I no, can no, see no, that. It's fine. Yeah, no. Who has an orgasm without coming, mm-hmm. right? Well, it's a thing. It is a that thing. Yeah. So if you were to do that, then maybe uh, in theory, you could last an hour mm-hmm. or two mm-hmm. or four, however. You know, Sting once said seven hours. Yeah, but I wow. think he, I think he that was a joke and... It became a it became a legend, but then he corrected it down the road. He was like, "No, that's from the time we start dinner to the time we finish <laughs> right. making love." Right? He's yeah. like, "It's not that's seven a hour. whole process." Yeah. But he said, "It's a sacrament." You know, he takes it takes his tantra very seriously. I know. I like where that. I see it as an addendum to my already incredible lovemaking skills. That's right. It's like a, it's like getting a doctor. <laughs> it's right? the cherry on it's top. It's the cherry on top. <laughs> so I would say that thirty minutes, yeah, is probably. A, lo- a good, hearty session, mm-hmm. right? And then between 10 and 20 minutes is a usual session, right? At least when you have kids, let's right. put it that way. Yeah, I can see that. Right? And then there is, of course, the quickie, mm-hmm. which is under 10 minutes. Okay. Right? Including the cigarette. <laughs> so, okay. In a 2005 Journal of Sexual Medicine Asked a bunch of sex therapists for their opinion on how long sex should last. Now, this is sexual therapists, mm-hmm. people who, teach, who, who study this for a living and teach other people how to be healthy in bed. Their guidelines separated sex into four categories, adequate, too short, too long, and desirable. Okay. They rated penetrative, um, yeah, penetrative vaginal sex that lasts from two, one to two minutes <laughs> as too short. Sex that lasted 10 to 30 minutes as too long. Meanwhile, adequate sex lasted three to seven minutes, while desirable sex 
lasted seven to 13 minutes. Okay. Okay. So I, I probably, <laughs> maybe I was a little aggressive on the thing, but okay. Most <laughs> partners say that good sex should last between uh, 15 and 25 minutes. Okay. That's a good place to start. But most <laughs> women reported that sex most times lasts less than oh. seven minutes, <laughs> while some reported that three to four was the norm. Mm. Three to four minutes. Hmm. Guys, what are you doing? <laughs> Three to four minutes. Come on. <laughs> you gotta, we got to, as a yeah. society, I feel like we got to do, do better. Do a better Yeah, we got to do better. Whoever yeah. you're making love to, man, woman, furry. Whatever you're yes. making love to, you got to do better than three minutes. <laughs> I mean, like you know, now I I understand. Sometimes you got to get in and you got to get out. That's mm-hmm. just the way that it sure. is, right? Yeah. There's that. Oh my god, I want to fuck you, energy, and you know, mm-hmm. you just ah, and yeah. You know, usually the guy wins in that scenario, but everybody <laughs> feels like you know it's just, it was an exciting moment. Yeah. And then there's the sweet, sweet lovemaking that yes. you know can take twenty five, thirty five minutes, something like that. You know, mm-hmm. let me kiss you all over. Yeah, it's a whole process. Let me make sure Matias is still sleeping. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, He's do, not. Oh. Yeah, let me. Do you mind if we watch? Uh, do you mind if we take a break for Shauna Ray? <laughs> oh my God. I feel like this was a disappointing. This is disappointing for all men out there. Mm. How can we, as a, as a sex, do our women dirty like that? Mm, I know. Less it's, than three minutes. Yeah, it's not right. If you, if you, if most of your sexual encounters lasted less than three minutes, wouldn't you be completely dissatisfied? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you a question. Not having to do with at Jeff, right? Okay. Take Jeff out of the equation. Okay. Because we know how Jeff, we know what kind of lover Jeff is. Best We've one seen in the, the world. Tape. We've seen the tape. <laughs> We've, seen the We've tape. drawn di- Venn diagrams. <laughs> we we put Jeff right up there at the top. You know, like uh, who's that guy? Uh, Madden used to do the, <laughs> yes, the teleprompter. Right. I've watched. I've been. Oh, look at that hip action. <laughs> look at his right. ass in the air right there. That is that is that is apex ass right there. He's good. He knows what he's doing. Yes. In your experience, in your conversations with other women around the world, mm-hmm. as you do, hardly. <laughs> It's a representative of the of the female race. Female <laughs> <laughs> race. How do you do you think that that is accurate? Do you think it's accurate that most women experience vaginal sex for less than seven minutes most of the time? I don't know. I hope not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like mean, when you and your girlfriends are sitting around and chatting, do you about how long? Hey, how long was your vaginal yeah. sex last week? You guys don't have yeah. that conversation. No, no we, either do we. we. Don't. Yeah, we don't want to embarrass. Our, apparently not, because we don't want to embarrass ourselves. We want to be like, "Hey, Bob, how long did you bang Benny for? Less than three minutes, bro. Sweet. <laughs> you got you got to the three minute mark. I got to the three minute mark. Okay, that's right." <laughs> I, I I just had a hard time digesting this information because it seemed to me to be such a short period of time. I mean, it we does. could sit here for three minutes in silence yeah. <laughs> and we'd probably still have some listeners, right? right. That's how short that is. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> yeah. short. It's pretty short. Especially when you're doing a physical, if, when you're being physical, you yeah. know, I mean, three minutes could seem really long if you're talking in front of a crowd of people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But for if sure. you're doing something physical that you want to be doing, that you're excited to be doing, I would think you want to. But I think to, that's to the problem. Longer. I think that's the problem as as a mm. society is that we see all of this really instant gratification. Sure. Do you know how long I also did this research? Do you know how long 
an a- an average Pornhub view lasts on a video? Oh, I don't know. Maybe three minutes. I don't know. 39 seconds. Really? 39 seconds. 39 wow. seconds. None, this explains everything. This explains everything. I know. <laughs> yes. That's what it is. It's that we're so used to just getting yeah. in and getting out. Yeah. You know, I think that's what it is, too, is that mm-hmm. as a as a child it's it's a shameful thing to masturbate right and so you do it quickly mm-hmm. so that you can not be caught or whatever sure. right it's in the like in the corner in the dark literally <laughs> sometimes in the corner of the dark <laughs> under your covers yes <laughs> humping your mattress ah! <laughs> here comes dad oh, yeah. ah! well and it's understandable like yes. no one wants to be caught masturbating that's an embarrassing thing yes and th- but then that teaches you uh, <laughs> it's embarrassing that- by a parent god no <laughs> <laughs> how many times I I was close to I was probably caught, but my parents probably just like were like, <laughs> were like uh, yeah, <laughs> gotta close that door. <laughs> What's going on in there? <laughs> Why is Brian dressed up like a cat? <laughs> Why is he pissing in the litter box? I don't understand what's going on over there. Yes. Yeah, that's that. But you, you're taught that it's very transactional yes. where I think and I'm not saying that women don't also do that. That's transactional. But mm-hmm. I think by design, it takes a longer time to get worked up. I'm just making some assumptions. Here. Yes. You jump in. You're the woman in this conversation. Yeah, no. Well, for a woman, too, it's so very mental. You know, it's not just what we're seeing or looking at. It's yeah. very it's a whole sensory yeah. thing going yeah. on that to me should last longer <laughs> than three minutes. <laughs> you, you know, I just had this picture in my head of like to really satisfy, you know, those guys, the one man, like back in the twenties, they had the one man band, the guy who had the symbol under his arm, yeah. and the kick drum on his that's back true. and the guitar and the harmonica. I always felt like, yeah, I always felt like that's how you had to come to the bedroom in order to make sure you had a woman had an orgasm. Do the kick drum at the same time and I'm blow on the harmonica. Yes, I'm going to stick my finger in your rear and put my tongue on your coochie and make sure my penis is in your hand and <laughs> twist on your boobs and bite on your neck yeah so yeah all at the same time in order to get it communication is key communication is key. that's like to, the, to get, yeah the, sure the communication is key what yeah. does the other person want mm-hmm. and what do you feel comfortable doing mm-hmm. you know and those two things have to come together weirdest <laughs> weird uh weirdest sexual request that you've ever heard in your personal life, not I'm saying someone made of you, but you've heard someone somewhere was in a conversation and said, someone asked me to do this. And I was like, holy potatoes, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> or you just thought it was weird. I mean, I can't, nothing comes to mind that I can really think of because again, everybody's different. What's weird to one person isn't even weird to another person. Well, what was strange to you? Do you remember? Do you remember anything? Anything come to mind? No, not really. Maybe like, you know, some kind of dress up type thing but yeah kind of run of the mill though i've heard with like yeah nurses schoolgirl, whatever yeah know? i dated this girl for like a hot hot second and she was a she was into s&m uh-huh yeah and it was way in, i was in over my head from the beginning yeah. right i mean i was just in over my head but she was the sweetest one sweetest yeah one of the sweetest people i'd ever met in my entire life and i, I really liked her i thought she was attractive and and i knew that she did this on the weekend she was older than i was i was like at the time i was like 19 years old she was old. a professional dominatrix she was a dominatrix i don't know if professional but okay. that's what she liked to do on the weekends okay. so she would go to these clubs here in atlanta yeah. which atlanta is known in you know song and history for having some weird 
you know, like every city, I'm sure, yeah. but our red light district is is healthy, uh-huh. and it was more healthy. Like back during the Olympics, it was really healthy. Right. <laughs> we had like six or seven dominatrix, you know, or S and M clubs. We had certainly a lot of gay bars. Yeah. We had you know Backstreet, which was open 24 hours, and was just yeah. like I can't believe that place was raided by the <laughs> FBI every other weekend. It was like the most. <laughs> no shame anywhere. Yes. People talk about Studio 54 and how right. crazy that, that was. That was our ver- version. It was our version. Yes. And I think it was just as crazy to some degree. And it yes. was huge. It was like 65 rooms. And, you know, you could find whatever you were looking for at yep. Backstreet. And it opened at midnight and it didn't close until 8 o'clock in the morning. But this girl would make that those circuits because uh-huh. she was older than I was. She was like 25 at the time. So she would make those circuits. So we went out a couple times and then it, things got, you know, physical. And then she was like, do you want to try out? you know, some, st- you know, yes. some stuff I'm into. And yeah, I was, at the, yeah, sure. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and she yeah, brought out like, yeah, ball gag <laughs> and a, and a leash. And I was oh, like, uh, yeah. can we skip the ball gag and the leash and go missionary for a couple minutes? <laughs> How do you feel about that? Can we light some candles? <laughs> right. Can we light some candles. See, communication's yeah. key. Have you ever been to the Lilith fair? <laughs> 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 do you mind if we play some Depeche Mode? <laughs> and so it was just, it was a like a bridge too far for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not into pain in sex. That's not yeah. my thing. I'm into pain in general. Like I'm just <laughs> not into it. It's not my thing. Right? No. <laughs> but I mean, I try, I was like open to the yeah, idea. but that's then key to yeah. be open. And then some things just like, it just killed the mood scared. for me. Yeah, yeah I'm not scared. scared. It was just more like, eh, eh, eh. I don't yeah. want you dragging me around by the leash and doing all that. And I don't really see how that's going to get either of us off, yeah. right? I mean, maybe maybe for you, it's interesting to see me in that position. Right. But for me, it's not giving me a big, you know, it's not it's not making my, my pizzle. Your pizzle My grow. pizzle snizzle, if you know what I mean, doing that. Hey, you, Mr. and Mrs. Podcast listener. We're going to take a short break to let you know a few things. TCBpodcast.com is where you can go to find out more information about Chrissy and I. If you choose, you can watch all the video there or listen to any of the audio. Our entire catalog is there at TCBpodcast.com. You can also drop us a line if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas. You can send it through the website or you can text us 661-237-8296. That's 661, the word best, the number two, and the word yo. If you'd like to take a look at us while we're doing this silly program you can go to youtube.com slash the commercial break we have brand new clips of these episodes every single day of the week and we do youtube exclusive content called tcb in the studio every couple of days youtube.com slash the commercial break subscribe if you don't mind at the commercial break on instagram if you'd like to follow us there a lot of people have written us over the last couple of months and asked how can we support the show how can we help it grow you can tell your friends and family if you think they might be interested if you're not embarrassed to tell them you listen to the commercial break or you can leave us a review and or a comment on your favorite podcast publisher that's the way that we grow the audience and we certainly would appreciate any help you could give us we really are grateful that you take the time to listen to our program every couple of days if you want to support the show even more if you're in the market for their products or services you could use our sponsors specialized urls or codes that's how they know that we're doing our job and that means we can continue to do our job for you for free and now a word from said sponsors uh so in the context of me researching all of this stuff about sex 
you serendipitously sent me a link yesterday mm-hmm. that I had you had no idea that I was preparing this particular episode yeah. because we usually don't have a ton of conversation. We like to keep things fresh on the show. That's so we don't true. have a ton of conversation ahead of time. We just kind of go in, right? Mm-hmm. We go in, just, you know, bareback it, <laughs> right. right in. <laughs> just, oh yeah, we kind of pizzle right in there, right? <laughs> so Hoadley sent me this. She sends me the the weirdest I say weirdest, it's, I guess it's not that weird, about these two ladies who are running around Australia, running around the world, these Australians that are running around the world taking pictures of vulvas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talk, it's like the Vulva Acceptance Project is right. what it's called. Yes. So this girl in Australia is literally running around, and apparently she has a wait list for this. Mm-hmm. This is a very popular thing that is happening now. She has taken yeah. tens of thousands of pictures of vaginas, vulvas, mm-hmm. which we learned from Dr. Sin is the actual term. Yes, yeah, the actual term we use, Jeez. right? Is Because the vagina is something more specific. But mm-hmm. the vulva, mm-hmm. and she's taken tens of thousands of pictures. Yeah, I think it's awesome. And they're on her website. Mm-hmm. So I oh, I didn't go to the website. I did, of course. I'm gonna. I got to get in there and research. Yeah. <laughs> so. I just saw the article pictures, which did not have the. I'll give you the website, guys, in case you were interested. It's uh, comfortableinmyskin.com.au. That's comfortableinmyskin.com.au. And what this girl is doing is trying to bring awareness to the to the varied uh, versions mm-hmm. of the vulva, right? And uh, they're you know, all different. They're all different, and they're all lovely. I have yes. never met a vagina. That I didn't like. A vulva. Yeah, a yes. vulva that I didn't like. <laughs> you know, some guys say they're ass men or boob men. Uh-huh. I'm a vagina kind of guy, a yeah. vulva dude, right? Yep. And so this girl's project is right up my alley. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> look at that. Thousands and thousands of vaginas. <laughs> so I go to this website and there's two sections of the website, like split into two sections. It says browse browse my boobs or Flip through my flaps. Oh, okay. <laughs> flip through my flaps. I like this. <laughs> it's cute, right? Humor to it. Yeah. So I click on flip through my flaps mm-hmm. and up appears a never ending scrolling uh, catalog. I need to check this out. Of vulvas uh-huh. in different varying degrees of openness. Let's put it that way. Okay. Right? Some women are standing up, some are laying down, some have their legs spread, some have them closed. Some are really, you know, letting you in there, you know, it, giving yeah. the, give it a little extra love and some are not. There's a point to this. So last night I'm sitting there flipping through the flaps and I'm like, <laughs> wow, there really are a lot of different kind of vaginas, right? Oh, I'm not yeah. necessarily looking at this in a sexual way. I'm just kind of trying to take it as intended uh-huh. the best that I can. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, there's a lot of different kind of vaginas. There's, you know, you know, I don't have oh, to yeah. get through all the description. No. I have one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what I realize is that I was never going to be cut out to be a gynecologist. Oh, yeah. And I'll explain why. <laughs> because looking at, at the vulva in a very clinical way like that, like in a very like just kind of take it at face value, not not fantasizing about it, but mm-hmm. just looking at it in a way. I realized very quickly that I'm actually, that I got desensitized pretty quickly to the whole situation. Yeah. And I was like, wow, if you were a gynecologist looking at this all day long, day after day, night after, I mean, it pictures in your head, you studied it for years, you know, that's all you do all day long. Would mm-hmm. you really then want to come home and, and be intimate with your work, so yeah. to speak? Yeah. And I thought to myself, it takes that's a special person. It's really got to be a very difficult thing to do, mm-hmm. to be a gynecologist and to be as a man, to be a guy, or I guess a woman too, 
as a person to be a gynecologist and then want to sexually desire the thing that you spend nonstop working on in so many varied forms. Yeah. And probably some varied forms that certainly aren't photographed, like, you know, some form, like, you know, on the worst of days. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy shit. You know, after like, I don't know, 30 vaginas. I realized I could never be a gynecologist. I couldn't yeah. do it. I couldn't take my work home. <laughs> I couldn't take my work <laughs> home with me, so to speak. Yeah, well, there's. I would think too. You have to, you know, take the the patient out of the, the, the office, the doctor's office. I mean, hopefully, whoever they're going home to isn't laid up on stirrups and you're, you're doing an exam. <laughs> hey, honey, go ahead and uh, throw your legs on up there. Yeah, I, I so, want to take a look at what's doing. Hopefully, there's a different environment that maybe would then. Yeah, I don't know. Make you feel more sexual towards it. Well, I think it takes a special kind of person to, mm -hmm. to do that because even after just, you know, 10 minutes of flipping through flaps, I was <laughs> I was totally desensitized and realized that, you know, while I've I've never met a vagina, a vulva in person that yeah. I didn't like, mm -hmm. I'm sure that I'd come across one in my work that I was like, well, <laughs> you know, well I, 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 this one's difficult. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then how, how they do that. I don't know. I'd be so interested to talk to a gynecologist yeah. and ask them their, their opinion on this, like a, like a straight man gynecologist, mm -hmm. right? How do you look at vaginas all day long in their varied versions, in their best of days and their worst of days and all this other stuff. How do you look at them and, 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 and work on them all day long and then go home? I'm sure Astra would be fine if you called up her doctor and wanted to start to make me think interview. that it started to make me think that, uh, Astrid's doctor is a little stranger than I thought he was. He's this Australia. He's like guys from New Zealand uh -huh. or South Africa, excuse me. He's from South Africa and he's, uh, he's the kind of guy who makes a joke, but it's never quite lands the right way. So you never know it's a joke. And then he'll give you, he's very like clinical, mm -hmm. right? But then he'll make a joke. He'll be like, so how's your anus? I cut it wide open. And you're like, Whoa. did you say, what? You split it wide open. I cut it wide open. I'm just kidding. I didn't actually cut it wide open. Do you get that? Do you see that? Like, <laughs> or he'll be like, I'm going to give you these pills. And then what I want you to do is I want you to have sexual intercourse three times for four days. And you could throw in a fourth if you'd like. You're sitting there like. Is that a joke, or should I actually throw in a fourth? Because that sounds like a lot of work. You never quite. Not if you're going for three minutes. So, well, <laughs> when you're having a baby on a clock, let me tell you something mm -hmm. about the timing it comes out there. I wonder if we could do like a like a pizzle acceptance project. Yeah, like a penis acceptance project, mm -hmm. because I think penises are probably just as varied as vaginas. Absolutely, it's like a fingerprint. Everybody's got one. They're a little bit you different. Start it. Yeah. And we'd have to go with like, you know, circumcised and uncircumcised. And uh, that was a big decision to make mm -hmm. with my son yeah. about circumcision. How do really? you feel about circumcision? Yeah, I'm for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. Why not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the decision at the end of the day is made largely because I am circumcised. Right. And so to have, you want that, you, you don't want to have to answer a lot of questions mm -hmm. about the differences as they get a little bit older. You don't want any... The doctor pointed this out because I had a, I, I never thought about it until the doctor said, do you want your son circumcised or not? Yeah. And I was like, well, for well, some it's religious. And true. then there's also too like, I think there's health benefits to it. I did a little 
research on this a while back for some It's about the cleaning and the whole Mm -hmm. nine yards. Like, but now the opposite argument is you're cutting off half of the nerve system that goes there. So could sex be more pleasurable? Could be. Could be. Mm -hmm. I'll never know, but could be. Yeah. I don't know where the other half of my penis is, but (laughs) once it's gone, it's gone. (laughs) And it's such a, it's such a difficult thing to know is going on. Uh Like in here, here in the U S if you're, it's not a religious reason, you don't go follow the doctor in and the doctor just does it real quick. Right. He's like, okay, today you know right before you leave the hospital like okay today's the day and you know but when it cut when they come back out you know that that's an obviously upsetting surgery sure it looks upsetting (laughs) and the the baby's upset (laughs) but i never thought about it until the the day that my doctor asked would you like to have your son circumcised and then i was like oh that's a good question i don't know Mm -hmm. and he made the point he said in my opinion and i said what do you think well, there are these, you know, there are the school of thought out there that there are many benefits to keeping, you know, the penis intact and right. in the way that it was intended so that they've got all of their nerves. And so, the, you know, blah, 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 blah. But then there's this other school of thought that the reason why we do it is to make sure that the penis stays healthy and clean mm-hmm. and it's easier to, you know, kind of manage. And it's more easier to manage. I don't think it ever gets easier to manage. It's, uh, it gets out of control. <laughs> it does its uh, own thing. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> So he says, uh, you know, the here's what I would use as my guiding light. My guiding light would be this. My guiding light. My guiding pizzle. That's the guiding pizzle. The pizzle principle. I'm picturing like a lantern. <laughs> Come this way, Brian. Come to the circumcision. Oh, oh Bring God, your penis. <laughs> Follow the penis shaped <laughs> flashlight. <laughs> yeah. So, as the guiding principle, right? As the, 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 the pizzle principle, as I might the say. The pizzle principle. It's the pizzle principle. principle. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's your pizzle principle. Whoa. <laughs> Was, are you circumcised? Yeah. And I, and I am. And he and says, you said, what? I said, what? <laughs> you want to see? And when I said, I am, he said, well, let's see. <laughs> I'll try and do it. This ma- I'll try and match him up. <laughs> Another joke that didn't land. <laughs> I'll see if I can't make him look the same. <laughs> he said that. And I was like, yeah, I am. He pointed out probably accurately. Well, when your son gets to an age where he's going to realize that daddy and dad, you know, daddy mm-hmm. and, and me have the same thing. Right. You, it may be easier to answer questions if everybody looks the same. Right. Plus, I think in a, at least in the United States, it's widely, it's, it's, there are far more circumcised men than there are uncircumcised yes. men. Yes. So, you know, you don't, you don't want to, I didn't want to send my son out there into the wild <laughs> and then, you know, have some disturbing interactions, especially as a teenager. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. In the locker rooms and sleepovers, whatever. You know. I was thinking more of sex, but yeah, I guess the boys too. <laughs> I was thinking more of sex. Like I was thinking more of that, you know, that first awkward interaction that you have. Yeah. You know, and you're fumbling around as teenagers. True. Yeah. For me, that was, you know, mm-hmm. 11. But <laughs> but I think I made the correct decision. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I think it's all personal, but yeah. You've seen far more circumcised penises than you have uncircumcised. Am I right about mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Far more. <laughs> I'm putting words in your mouth. <laughs> uh, you, uh, I'm trying to make myself feel better about the decision I made. You, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't ever think I've seen an uncircumcised penis in real life. Yeah. Yeah. No. Except for the, let me tell you a story. 
right before we moved to Atlanta, my dad was looking at jobs all over the country. And one, it was kind of narrowed it down to two different places. Spencer, Iowa, Ooh. which is in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. It's a tiny town, right? I, I think I looked recently and I think Spencer's got like, you know, 100,000 people living in it. But back then, it probably had 10,000 people. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it's where this, ha- this job happened to be, this job for my father or Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And so we took two trips to go see both places. When we went to Spencer, my dad was, I think, doing his best to make us feel comfortable, right? Uh-huh. And so the real estate agent with my father took us around to go see some of the things that there were to do in the town. Okay. Now, I don't remember a fucking thing. Right. Like it was a baseball field, a movie theater, a grocery store, Your cow pastures, yeah, and a YMCA. Mm-hmm. And so for whatever reason, <laughs> I think there's a locker story. There's a locker story in here. <laughs> for whatever reason, my father, uh, the real estate agent said, why don't we go check out the YMCA? Yeah. You can see, you know, all the things that we have, you know, a <laughs> basketball court, a pool, like everything. You, the thing you see in every YMCA. Right. <laughs> but we walked into that locker room with my father and I will never forget the deluge of cock. <laughs> <laughs> flying in my eyeballs. Right. Like I felt like it was just like, cause at that time I was like, sure. It, very sensitive. I was very sensitive and I was right at the height of the penis, right? I'm like 11 <laughs> yeah. years old. So I was penis height yeah. and there were just dick, 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 but not, you know, like old man dick, right? Yeah. Dick, 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 dick. And I just remember being so mortified by that moment. Oh. I didn't know where to look. Right. Yeah. Cause I, ah. I, I, you, cause when there's a penis there, you look at the penis, Right. <laughs> But then thinking to myself, and I never forget turning to my brother, <laughs> turning to my brother and saying, why is there so many people? Why are there so many dicks around? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why is everybody naked? I yeah. didn't understand that. I've never been into a man's locker room before. Right. I'd only been into a child's locker room. You don't get naked then. You know, you change your your knee pads or something. That's all you do. Put on your new shoes or whatever. You don't actually go in there yeah. and get naked. And so even, even, did you get naked? <laughs> did you get naked in, in like in high school gyms? No. No. Where did that come from? Why do we see all these movies where all these, you know, like, you know, high school, you know, cheerleader tits too or whatever. You know what I'm saying? No, I understand. But remember we were listening to that movie from the 1950s? Yes. And they were talking about how, you know, I saw Jimmy's penis in class or whatever. (laughs) In class. In the gym class. Jim is showing off his 10-inch cock. (laughs) I guess it d- depends too on the sport, like the sports. Yeah, I w- I wasn't on like a a physical, very physical sports team. No, but no, maybe I would have taken a shower in that situation. Well, I mean, I went to gym class. Yeah, but I never, not once, did I ever think about actually getting naked in the in the yeah, gymnasium. No. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, get up here, climb this rope with your rope. massive heart on. I was gonna say, you got the rope. <laughs> but think, think, I, <laughs> I come over here and hump this rope all the way up to the top. I can't. <laughs> uh, I can't. <laughs> They're literally laid down. <laughs> I hurt my pizzle, coach. <laughs> I got a broken pizzle. <laughs> but I have never understood. I don't even when I was in middle school, public middle school. And we would go into the locker room every day for gym class or whatever. Yeah. I don't ever remember seeing a naked boy ever. Yeah. Like, no, never. I think it became more of like a health club thing. Right. Yeah. You go work out. Oh, now I go to the take LA quick, Fitness and there's dicks take, everywhere. Take, take a quick shower. Yeah, but it's always the old guys. Like, it's the old dudes. You <laughs> they know don't what I'm care saying? because they're like, whatever. Yeah, they, I guess they're of that generation yeah. where it's like, you know, that's just a dick. Yeah. Either that or look at my dick. <laughs> yeah. One of the two. <laughs> 
some of those guys. It's like, ah, dude, come on, man, put that thing away. <laughs> Sometimes it's like a little button penis, you know what I'm saying? Micro penis, <laughs> which is an actual condition. I shouldn't yes, make it fun of it. <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, but the little button penis, right? Those, those are the Why are you going in the locker room just to put your stuff to pee, in there? To go to the bathroom? Just to pee. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to put my stuff where everybody's dick is. Fuck that. I don't want any of your, <laughs> I don't want any of your pizzle schnizzle all over my whistle. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going in there. You go in there to pee. That's what you okay. do. You go in there to pee and you go in there to wash your hands and you go in there to, mm-hmm. you know, look at other men's penises. <laughs> exactly. That's what you do. <laughs> Weigh yourself naked, drop the towel. <laughs> I, walk, I turned the corner the other day. There was a dude there standing there weighing himself, but he wasn't facing the scale. He was like facing away from the scale and he was naked. And I is like, I thought to myself, what is going on? Why? I have Why? no idea. And I Don't pissed, you need to look at I, the weight? I came back and he's standing in the same place. I'm like, this guy either has Alzheimer's or he really wants me to see his dick. One of the two. Yeah, could be both. It's so strange. Yeah. <laughs> And then there was one time where a guy was like, he was drying himself off, right? And he was just going at his balls. He was just like rubbing under his, it was like scrubbing him with a towel. And I was like, what is going on? And I always hear those showers going, can't see him because there's a wall, but it's like kind of like a community shower type thing, right? I imagine, I don't, I've never been back there, but you can see <laughs> yes, that it's like, have. yes, I have. <laughs> Uh, I'm curious, just like the bed. So it's like a wall, and then I can hear the showers going sure. behind it. So I imagine it's just kind of like a bunch of stalls, and you just go and, and wash yourself up. But those showers are going every time that I'm in there. Yeah. Those showers are going, and I hear guys in there splashing around, <laughs> dropping the soap, Whipping all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jim. What? Uh, hey, Jim. <laughs> hey, Jim. How you doing? Great. Pow. Hey, I didn't know you were uncircumcised. I'm going to get your pizzle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is it easy to keep that thing clean? <laughs> I was just about to hit the shower. You want to watch me wash it? <laughs> what? I'll show you how you roll it back and give it a good swirl. <laughs> I was in the... I go into the bathroom. So there's the locker room, mm-hmm. and then there's another. There's a door in the locker room, and that door leads to the bathrooms. Yeah. You walk first through a little hallway, and it's got a mirror and a couple sinks, and then you turn the corner... And behind that wall is the actual bathrooms. Okay. Two stalls, a couple urinals, and then another row of sinks. So it's like a wall and there's sinks and sinks, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I understand that the gym is a place where you go and after you get dirty, if you got a thing a thing to attend, then you yeah. should probably clean yourself up. But I, I've never, <laughs> I've never, never thought in my entire life that there would be so many people that had things to do after the gym. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people that are getting ready for stuff. Yeah. Almost everybody, except for me, it seems like. I'm always <laughs> the one that wants to go home and get cleaned up. Don't like, look at me. don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's less than 3.9. Yeah. Well, especially on a, like a lunch hour, I can imagine. I think, Maybe I you're, you're going weekend. back to work. Yeah. Okay. I don't get it. There's I, that. Yeah. If I had an important meeting after the gym or yeah. if I was taking a break from an actual office job yes. and this was close to my office, I could see possibly jumping mm. in the shower. But I yeah. think I would dry off and get a towel around me first, like before I walked out. But it's just <laughs> OK. So I turn the corner and the two urinals people are there's guys in. And then so I go in the in the stall. But what I notice is what just out of the corner, just catch out of the corner of my eye <laughs> is that there is a guy there and he is flossing his teeth completely naked just nude just nude Mm -hmm. and he's got a towel out and on his towel he's got like you know nail clippers uh, toothbrush he was doing grooming this whole grooming routine standing there (laughs) naked 
It's like, dude, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> what it's are you doing? Thing. I'm not paying twenty nine ninety nine a month to <laughs> look at you your are. hairy ass floss your teeth. <laughs> That's the only thing I could think of is that floss going around your hairy ass. Oh. <laughs> it was, then it's like I take a piss and yeah. I come back out. He was confident. And, yeah, and and I should he have been confident. Did you take a little peeker? Yeah, you tried your best not to do that. But I mean, inevitably, your eyes are going to go, ah! it's going to be like a quick flash. Be like you blink real quick, and then you're like, oh, I got something in my eye. All right. I got something in my eye. It's a penis. <laughs> it's your old man penis. So then I'm like, okay, now what do I do? Do I wash my hands in the sink next to this guy? Or do I leave? And run the risk of looking like a dirty human being, uh-huh. right? Because yeah, I know I got to wash my hands. I'm about to go do some pumping iron. Yes. I don't want my pizzle leather all over someone else's, you know, some, I'm just thinking of other people. Yeah. I wouldn't, I don't, I never leave the, the, the wash, the restroom without washing my sure. hands. Sure. Yeah, me too. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, be a grown adult. <laughs> right. Brian. Just go next to him. This is not just the guy. YMCA and Spencer, <laughs> yes. right? You are a grown man. You're not going to all of a sudden pop an erection and start making love to the guy. Like, it's okay. You can you can get away scot-free. So I just decide, be a man. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Go for it. You know, even though you don't have your penis out, he's got his penis out. Two men. You're just two men just at the gym, right? Yes. yes. So I wash my hands, paper towel dispenser, paper towel dispenser, and I go to do the and right. nothing comes out. Oh. And I'm like, so you have to oh, go I got to walk side. around this guy's penis. <laughs> and so he turns his whole body toward me. And he goes, this one's got some paper towels. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah, yeah can I reach around you? <laughs> what if I do a reach around? <laughs> so now I've got to walk all around this guy's naked ass and go over there and go. <laughs> oh my god it was like these are just the things that go through my head i know i'm fucked up but i was just like oh my god i don't want to reach around this guy while he's flossing his teeth no, completely you can't naked reach around. Hairy ass. and by the way that ass just was like it was like a bushel of hair i mean yeah. it was yeah it was all it was as if he i mean i don't know but his shit it's must like, have to fight its way out every morning like it's, it's like just, monster hunters yeah like monster hunters like he could have braided it Put a little flowery cap on it. <laughs> it was gross. And I know you can't control how much hair is on your ass. I get it. No. But if you're sitting there taking 15 minutes in your, with your balls, you know, basically <laughs> hanging on the counter of a public bathroom. Yes. And that's the other thing is like leaning up against it, like brushing it. And all I could think about is that naked, but there's naked balls just touching the counter. And yeah, I was he like, didn't oh, have to be naked. No, you don't have to be naked to floss your <laughs> teeth unless you're at the house. That's what you do. So all, so my, my thought was. <laughs> I should talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. My thought was I should talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> my thought was. You don't have to be naked no. in order to floss your teeth. Right. You could have just as well just gotten dressed and then flossed and brushed your teeth. Yeah. At that point, you're just- Or at bit, least a towel. Yeah. A towel. A robe. The minimum. A pizzle leather. Something <laughs> like that. Because A sarong. A sarong. <laughs> <laughs> that probably would have been worse. I probably would have just rather seen his penis. Because the truth is, 
the truth is, I think some of those guys, some of those people are just exhibitionists a little bit. Yeah. They get a little, it's a little tickle in their pickle, but see, you know, watching other people look at them, right? Yeah. And I've known, and I've known some exhibitionists, trust me, in my I lifetime. I know you have. Oh, yes, I have. And it's, it's bothersome, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, I dated a girl one time and any time we go to a hotel room, she just had to walk in front of the hotel room na- naked. I... I'm not even going to say her. I'm not going to say her name because I think she listens to the show, but she'll know who she is. I dated a girl one time who took her top off at any any time she had a couple of drinks, any reason to get naked in front of other people. It was. And it was just so at that time I was in my 20s. It was so bothersome to me. Right. I was like, can you please (laughs) can you please put your tits away from my family? Because, you know, my little brother would would be walking in the house and she'd be like, hey, and. You know, I realize, you know, you got a great rack, but could you please not show my brother every chance you get? Right. Danny used to say, man, I've seen your, I've seen those tits more than I've seen my own girlfriend. Unbelievable. All right. That's your obligatory. All right. That's your obligatory sex episode yes, of the commercial that break. That is the obligatory yeah. sex episode. We do one every quarter. There it is. Right. Get your family and friends to listen. <laughs> Send this one to Mr. Hoadley at yeah, gmail.com. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. Are you not going to tell dad to listen to this no. one? No. Well, I'm going to turn this microphone off and Chrissy's going to directly beg me not to run this one. She's going to be like, this is a canned episode, right? This is a backup. We have canned episodes for, for we have canned worse episodes than this, Brian. Please. Oh, no, ma'am. It's going on straight tomorrow. We got through it. We, we got, got through it. it. I thought we brought up some good points. And I don't think we made it to... Too graphic? No. No. It's kind of like informational and entertainable. I like it. Entertainment, infotainment. infotainment. We're at the cross section. That's what you get here at the commercial break season number three. We appreciate all of you, every single podcast listener. Please do us a favor. Rate and review us on your favorite podcast publisher. It really does help, and it's working. We, uh, we're we growing the audience day by day. Thank you so much. We, yes, I, thank we you. We never imagined. Never imagined. No, and I know we always... Never dreamed. Yeah, we are never serious on this show, <laughs> but that is the truth. We never imagined, never dreamed, so thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We love you. Anything we can do for you, let us know. 661-237-8296. 661 best the number 2 y o yo www.tcbpodcast.com is where you go. You find out more about Chrissy and I. You can listen to all the audio, watch all the video. Whatever you want to do, it's right there on tcbpodcast.com. If you'd like your TCB collectible sticker, go to the website, click on the I want my free sticker. We'll tell you how to get it. You tell us where to send it. That's how easy it is. YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break for content you cannot find anywhere else. Our goal in season number three is to get to 5,000 YouTube subscribers. We got a long way to go, but I know we can do it. We I can know do we can do it. it we can do it. YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break. Check out In the Studio. You don't catch that on the podcast and clips every single day of the week. So I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best to you. I don't know what else we can do today, really. I think we've I think, I think we've it. pretty much I done. Think, yeah. yeah. I'm sure you've turned off by now, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how many people get through this entire episode. But there's a little thing that we like to do here at the podcast. We like to. We always do. We must do this. We say Bye. Bye. The commercial break. New episodes on Tuesdays and now Fridays. New YouTube clips drop daily at youtube.com slash the commercial break. Visit tcbpodcast.com for access to our entire media library. 
Follow us at The Commercial Break on Instagram. Each episode is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley, with additional content provided by Tina Connell.